This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Hello, Acreona. Getting things underway today were the Adolescence and Operation FTW. Taken from the band's just released Caesar Salad Days album. And I haven't got a P-H-U-Q. What FTW stands for? Something that made me step back into 2022 was that Danny Bowles on his Planet Rock radio show didn't know that the Sabbath song NIB stands for Nativity in Black. He called it Nib and went on to say it could be NIB, but he didn't know what it stood for. And don't get me started on the Radio 2 DJ who called Tony Basil, Tony Basil. I mean, I never pronounce anything wrong.
scumbag millionaire and their new track you give me nothing from there as yet well they haven't informed me untitled up and coming new album as i've mentioned before as you get older time seems to speed up i mean it won't be long before it's christmas and things will be appearing on the idiot box and in the shops anyway I was mooching around my musical hard drive when I spied the folder marked the D4. And having not visited it for a while, I you know, quickly clicked upon it. What took me back was that it has been 17 years since the band called it a day and 18 since the release of their last album, Out of My Head. Although in 2021, their debut album, 620, was reissued with bonus tracks as 621. The song I've settled on playing comes courtesy of a John Peel session they did on the 21st of August 2002. This is Get Loose. Before the D4 were at the beep, the Datsuns were also in the Radio 1 studios, but this time doing a session for the Friday Night Rock Show. From it, this is In Lurch. Yeah. 
Cherry Red Records on the 27th of October will be releasing the Bernie Torme Lightning Strikes Volume 1, open brackets 1982 to 1983, close brackets 4 CD remastered box set. I did believe that I had all of Bernie's recordings and the only thing that would be of interest to me would be, uh, hopefully, sleeve notes and the uh, remastered sound. Turns out that Cherry Red have found some previously unreleased material that had me hitting the pre-order button faster than you could say, drummers, I shit em. CD1 is Turn Out The Lights uh, with three bonus tracks from the uh, back with the boys album with a live rehearsal of Chelsea Girls and a version of Boney Moroni recorded at Kingsway, November 1979. Ooh, ooh, and indeed, ooh. CD2 is Electric Gypsies with the addition of the Shiraz Shiraz double seven inch and uh, live versions of Star and the Stooges Search and Destroy recorded in Paris, 6th of November 1982. Disc three is a live album with three tracks taken from the red line in Gravesend in 1983. And another from Leeds Cosmo Club, also from 1983. CD4 is, from what I can gather, a straight re-release of the 1983 Live in Sheffield album. Now, what really interested me were the live versions of Search and Destroy and Start, recorded in Paris, 6th of November 1982. Now, without actually hearing those tracks, I wasn't 100% sure, but I didn't think Paris was in the capital of France, but the Paris Theatre in London, owned by the BBC, where in 1982, Bernie Torme and the Electric Gypsies recorded a live 31-minute six-song set. After some investigating, I found an American post that said that the Paris Theatre session was recorded on the 11th of the 682. As we know, our North American cousins put the month before the day and then the year, making it indeed the 6th of November, 1982.
Obviously, we've now entered the realms of Covers Corner. Last week, I mentioned that uh, I have purchased some cramps material as I hadn't really heard anything by them. So last Saturday, whilst on airport duties, picking up my daughter from Gatwick, I had a good old listen. Uh, and before I get, forget, um, yeah, I must apologise to uh, Timmy Dorilla for missing this evening's Rockaway Beach featuring the Dorellas themselves. Pesky work for paying me silly money. Hi, Tom. Hi, David. Anyway, I really enjoyed what I heard. Uh, the albums that I listened to were uh, Psychedelic Jungle, Smell of Female and Songs of the Lord Taught Us. I also got off the bone, but uh, as yet I haven't got around listening to it. I didn't realise how influential the band were. Even new bands today are taking cues from And I was surprised at how much of their material I knew, a bit other bands' versions. On Psychedelic Jungle, half the songs are covers, but what piqued my interest was the band's take on Green Door that Jim Lowe took to the US number one spot in August 1956, with Shaking Stevens doing the same over here in Dear Old Blighty in July 1981. As I'd only heard cover versions of Cramp songs, I thought it'd be ironic to play the Cramps covering a song that those of us of a certain age or watch one of those 1980 nostalgic music channels would be oh so familiar with. weeks ago, or episode 919 to be exact, I played the dictator's version of the Osmonds Crazy Horses, with me scratching my head as to why the band would choose to do so. Well, Per Ubu have done the same on their new album, Trouble on Big Beat Street. Every tongue Stop and pray 
to be fair, I did enjoy this more than the dictator's take. I mean, Perubu have uh, made a song that was you know, already bonkers, even more so. Can an artist cover one of their own songs? Well, Roger Walter has done just that by re-recording the whole of The Dark Side of the Moon. Apart from the opening track of Speak to Me, which was written by Nick Mason, what was co-wrote or wrote on his own? All the other tracks. I was expecting him to have done a Jeff Lynne and re-recorded the album almost identically to the original. On Hearing Money, I couldn't have been more wrong. crown. 
his grace and wit in that split second plucked, sucked, dissolved, reduced petty bulk, digested shit. The champ, well satisfied, adjusts his sumo backside on the stool, draws round his cloak, breaks wind out loud. The crowd howls its approval. Magazines. He never waves when he goes by. He's hiding something from the rest of us. He's all to himself. I think I know why. He took down the tire swing from the pepper tree. He has no children of his own, you see. He has no dog. He has no friends. His lawn is dying. What about all those packages he sends? What's he building in there? With that hook light on the stairs. What's he building in there? I'll tell you one thing, he's not building a playhouse for the children. What's he building in there? Now what's that sound from underneath the door? He's pounding nails into a hardwood floor. And I swear to God, I heard someone moaning low. And I keep seeing the blue light of a TV show. He has a router. And a table saw. And you won't believe what Mr. Stitches saw. There's poison underneath the sink, of course. But there's also enough formaldehyde to choke a horse. What's he building in there? What the hell is he building in there? I heard he has an ex-wife in some place called Mayor's Income, Tennessee. And he used to have a consulting business 
in Indonesia. But what's he building in there? He has no friends, but he gets a lot of mail. I bet he spent a little time in jail. I heard he was up on the roof last night signaling with a flashlight. And what's that tune he's always whistling? What's he building in there? What's he building in there? We have a right to know. Lots of people have been saying, me included, that Roger sounds like Tom Waits on that track. And to illustrate that, or audio rate it, I played What's He Building by the aforementioned Tom Waits. Whilst I was playing, Fanny via Barn has informed me that there is a cramped tribute band called Teenage Werewolves that next month are on tour over here in dear old Blighty, starting in uh, Grimsby on the 17th and ending up in Brighton on the 28th. Thank you, Fenny. I always worry when Tracy Guns forms a side project as history has shown us that suddenly he'll exit LA Guns to pursue his extracurricular band. Uh, Brides of Destruction uh, is uh, a prime example. Fortunately, I don't think this is going to be the case. And I have got my fingers crossed as Blackbird Angels, for that is the name of the band, also feature Tom Kearns on vocals, Adam Hamilton on drums, with Johnny Martin playing bass and Sam Bam Coulton playing guitar when the band play live. The band have recorded an album called Soul Sortie that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 8th of September and is described as being inspired by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, that's right, Barton. Boo, big boo for them. Big, yeah. Peter Frampton, Bad Company and Late 70s journey as is the industry's way a track has been already lifted from the said album in the shape and form of shut up open brackets you know i love you close brackets that sounds remarkably like this
Virgin Music and Liverbox, who hail from Ulu, Finland, are all set to release their new album, The Great Spirit of Rock and Roll, on the 18th of August. We've already been treated to a couple of singles from it, namely Calling On You and Reaper On Heels. The latter I seem to uh, shamefully have not aired. Sorry, Ozzy. Uh, so without further ado, this is Liverbox and Freedom in My Rock and Roll. from France were a new band to me but their latest album Brainwash the promo of which came my way last week had me going full on Hercule Poirot Pete Townsend says I love all these tunes the videos and the look of the band but I think you may have been born into the wrong era ha ha 
You really have captured the vibe of the very early 60s mod scene and the UK R&B scene. This will work because you have reinvented it so well. I wish you luck. The Arrogants have delved into the sounds of mod, garage rock, psychedelia and blues. You can tell I'm reading this. First as a 14-year-old duo, then as a 15-year-old trio, and now with an organist as a quartet. They are already to be heard by the wider audience. Whilst digging the sounds of the past, they have successfully developed their own repertoire, writing their own songs and gaining recognition in their hometown by playing as support to their heroes, the pretty things. See what you think. This is No Plan. label have just reissued who's next that has been to entice remastered clearly for me i would have preferred an extra special vinyl pressing but as an added bonus there are a couple of tracks from the fabled life house chronicles namely a home studio mix of pure and easy and take 14 of love ain't for keeping recorded at the record plant in new york in 1971 however with about uh Eight and a half minutes left. I'm going to leave you this week with Won't Get Fooled Again. Until next week, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.